The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. With us today on Top of the Stretch is Paul Sunderhaus, a new director for the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. Paul, welcome to today's broadcast. Thank you for having me, Roger. How did you become involved in harness racing? Well, I uh, the, my family goes deep. I I started going to the uh, to the barn at the age of five with my grandfather uh, Don Hay Jr. Um, he trained full time back in the uh, '60s and '70s uh, and had a couple of pretty decent horses you might be familiar with, such as uh, Windy Mindy and Catfish. Um, and after, you know, he enjoyed some success training on his own, he uh, took a different career path and uh, became the superintendent of the Mercer County Highway Department. Uh, so he maintained, you know, some level of interest as a hobby in the business, and uh, I took every opportunity I could to to help him after school or practice or, or definitely on the weekends. Do you remember Wendy Mendy and Catfish in their racing days very well? No, sir, I do not. Uh, For some odd reason, I remember being at the Little Brown Jug when Catfish raced with my mother. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I don't remember any particulars. I was born in 71. Well, see, I, I started announcing at the fairs in 60. And Catfish and Wendy Mendy over the years uh, were a couple of the horses I actually remember from those early days. And I remember the trainer driver, if I remember at least the driver, at least was Bill Hinman. And he was, a, right. stalwart yep. at, he was a stalwart at the county fairs and the race meets uh, back in those days in harness racing. Uh, what are some of your thoughts on the current state of harness racing? Uh, you know, as, as my wife can attest to, I'm probably a little bit, uh, too ate up with, with it. Uh, but I think in Ohio, uh, we're in a tremendous position to become more of a, of a market leader. Um, you know, our breeding farms continue to make great investments in both top qualities and, uh, of stallions as well as mares. Um, I think this is just my opinion, but, you know, unfortunately with, with growth and investment, the, the market changes a little. And I do think that that might have a somewhat of an impact on the, the hobby horsemen to some extent, but on the other side of that, I think those hobby horsemen could maybe have the opportunity to uh, create more partnerships, which, uh, hopefully would drive some, some new folks into our, into our sport. You know, you mentioned the hobby horsemen, though. Uh, I think more and more as the uh, purses have increased and such, those uh, guys that were in it just for a hobby uh, become part of the business, and it turns into a business operation for them, doesn't it? I would agree. Uh 
you know, but a lot of a lot of folks that you know, I, I train at Salina at Mercer County Fairgrounds. Um, you know, a lot of guys would buy a yearling on their own, and it's just become a little bit much of a reach for them to buy a yearling on their own with with the way the yearlings are bringing at the sales. Um, so, you, you know, like, for example, myself, I couldn't afford to just buy one yearling on my own. I've I've got a group of guys that we go – you know, we go every year and try to buy one or two, and uh, it's allowed us to reach out a little bit into the, you know, the the, the fifteen to twenty five thousand dollar range. You know, one thing though, uh, with fractional ownership that was kind of started by Anthony McDonald up in Canada, has grown to some uh, trainers here in Ohio who are developing fractional ownership for their stable. Correct. Yeah, I in you know, I've always said we've got the 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 best product in the in the world. We just have a hard time telling people about it. And I I think this fractional ownership is a is a great way to tell folks about it and get and put new uh, rear ends in the seats. So I think it's a great thing. What can be done to improve harness racing in your opinion? In my opinion, Roger, I think we have to have one leader uh, that, that, you know, a commissioner of some sort that would governor, govern over the entire standard bread industry. Um, I also think that one set of medication rules for the entire set of standard bread industry, along with uh, one set of, of licenses, um, you know, I'm very cognizant that, that licenses are a, uh, a revenue stream for each state, but I don't think that anyone would argue that paying a one-time fee to have a, uh, a multi-jurisdiction license, it would be a huge convenience for, for our industry, in my opinion. How did you become involved with the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association? So I've been a member for several years. Um, I I had a few colleagues reach out to me uh, and told me that there may be an opportunity in my area. Uh, So I just thought I would take a shot and throw my name in the hat and try to help make a difference. Do you have a favorite harness racing memory? Um, Many of them. you know, I've I've had the opportunity to to work for some of the best folks in the industry, and and uh, definitely learned a lot along the way. But I, I, I'm I'm currently living my favorite memory, Roger. Um, my uncle Don Hay Jr. Uh, and my daughter Lily, uh, you know, we're tra- currently training three Ohio breds, and and the opportunity to work with Donnie and and my daughter puts a smile on my face. To uh, to continue the, the legacy that my grandfather started, so I, I I'm living the memory. Tell us something personally about you. Uh, what what uh, consists of the Sunderhouse family? Uh, I have a a very very patient wife of 17 years who uh, puts up with with my harness racing habit 
and I have a daughter, Lily, who's 16, uh, who's involved. She's in, she's in volleyball. Uh, so when, you know, any opportunity that she can be at the barn, whether it's after school or definitely on the weekend, she, she's around. You think she might get more involved in harness racing as she gets older? I believe so. Uh, from a from an owner's standpoint, she's a really bad loser, Roger. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we we've, we've got all trotters, and and as you know, with trotters come mistakes, and uh, she she can't handle the mistakes, but she's the first to get her picture taken. So I I think she'll she'll hang in there uh, as an owner and. She'll dabble, but I, I don't believe she'll be a, a driver trainer, no. She probably gets that uh, competitiveness from volleyball, I would guess, in her high school days she, here. She does, yeah. That's right. That's right. Does uh, Paul have any uh, hobby or other interest besides racing? Uh, you know, racing's at the forefront, but I do uh, – you know, I used to uh, duck hunt quite a bit, uh, but as my daughter came along, uh, it, you know, the, the horses kind of took the spot of that. Um, but I, I still enjoy fishing when the opportunity presents itself. I I like to sneak up to Lake Erie a couple times a year and uh, and fly fish uh, out west if I can if I can get away. What do you do for a living to uh, uh, support harness racing and such? So I am a I'm an equine specialist for MWI Animal Health. Uh, what we do, Roger, is we supply uh, all equine veterinarians. Uh, I service Ohio, Kentucky, Western Pennsylvania, and Indiana. Um, so anything that uh, goes, you know, goes on the back of a veterinarian's truck, uh, you know, the cottons, the vaccines, uh, hyaluronic acid, needles, syringes, etc., we supply them. Um, so it's uh, it's a fortunate, very fortunate job that I've been doing for 23 years now, um, because I, you know, in normal times, which we are, they put a moratorium on our travel. Um, so I'm hoping to be able to get back out there and see customers in June, but, uh, you know, I'm able to, I'm able to be around what I love every day and not many people can say that. And, and my uncle Donnie still helps me there when I'm away. He, he keeps things rolling at the barn. So it's, uh, I'm a blessed man. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association.